Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Listen, no, don't make it up. Let's actually make some. <laughs> and see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Sunday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. That's right, boys and girls. We're back for another round. This is the beginning of year two. My God, that's right. We had our anniversary. Yes. Yes. And uh, I want to thank uh, the the mom. I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but for with the list. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I went through, that took me, God, that took me a week to do, to go through all those episodes. Those, yeah, but if you hadn't even had the list, where would you have been? And uh, they they came out really good. Good. Um, so I want to thank her for her. Cool. Her, I know, uh, if, we'd, if I'd known we were going to need to do that, I would have gone back through the um, emails. Right. And I would have found her name so we could say her name again. But you know who you are. Yes. And we love you. And thank you. Yeah. Her and her daughter. She and her daughter. Oh, that's right. Yes. Her, because it was the daughter, her daughter who wrote, that wrote in. asked for the yeah. list in the first place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Thank you, ladies. So no pod fading here. No pod button? No pod fading. Oh, what is it? It's that a mean? new term I learned. Oh, what's it mean? 
pod fading means like you're right in the middle of a run and you just stop with no ending. Oh. We've had like some. Like fade to black. Yeah. Only you don't. Yeah. Okay. With, with no goodbye shows. Oh, yeah. It's so common now that it's actually, there's a word for it called pod fading. And they just stop talking? They'll stop. And that's it. That's the end of the show. I mean, they don't even say how goodbye or no. anything? No. And it's called pod fading. Why is that good? It's not good. Why do Th- they do it? That's why I said we're not pod fading. Why do they do it? I mean, if it's done so often, they actually have a name for it. Why do people do it? You know what? The funny thing is, is, and I actually have this for another show, but I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, I mean, I know I'm a Segway queen, but to another show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, remember when I first started, I, I said, you know, as long as we make it past episode 25, we're good to go. Uh-huh. Well, because people are so... They, they jump into a show so, you know, both feet on the ground, both barrels, you know, firing, and they go and they give it all they got, and then they realize that they're not pulling that many numbers in, or maybe this, their equipment's not selling that good, and they just stop. They stop recording. Well, it's so common now that they've readjusted, and it's no longer 25 shows. If you can make it, to seven shows, they say you're okay. Okay, I guess I um, I don't know why would anybody do that. They didn't have a thought that they were going to actually continue doing it. I really don't know. It's a, that's like kind of like me saying I think I'll take up ice skating. Right. You know, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's interesting, and so they just kind of get up and talk, and then stop talking, and, and well, then no. they wonder why nobody listens. They'll do a full show. They'll do a full episode. Yeah. But within like episode five, episode six, they never record again. Oh, that. Oh, you don't mean an individual show? They just stop talking. You right. Mean that they just stop podcasting. Right. Oh, well, I can see that, yeah. It is. A lot of people do stupid things like that, and then they find out that it takes a little more commitment than they thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a little. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, in fact, that's called, and you see it on the, sh- on the screen. Yeah. It's called the Seven Show Itch. That's really good. I if like you that. can make it past seven shows now. You've got a chance. You have a chance. Yeah. Which is... Absolutely crazy because just a year or so ago, it was totally different. Oh yeah, in, in that it took more shows before they. Well, they said that you know the the twenty five episodes. Remember? Oh oh yeah 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 okay okay okay. So there must be a lot of people out there who think, oh, I can do that, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing is people, I mean, people can do that, but like you said, I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. This takes a lot of commitment. Yeah, it, it, more than commitment, too. It take it takes, no, it's commitment. I was going to say it takes, like, research and everything, but all that takes commitment, you know. Right. And, and, and I guess maybe that's it in a way, because maybe they just get there and sit down and think, okay, well, let's see, what shall we talk about today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we sort of do that too, but we also have backup 
ideas. I was going to say we have you know. we have our formats. We yeah. have what we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know yeah. the, the yeah. topics, yeah. and that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned starting a podcast is we didn't have really that many topics to talk about when we first started on Winning no. Burbank. We just kind yeah. of talked. Yeah. But I realized, especially now, and it's it's been six months already since we've done this, since yeah. we went back to the formatted situation, it's just, everything flows easy. I just wait for you to hit that segue, <laughs> and I just segue right in. So and Somehow I always manage to, and I, and I don't even see it coming. Well, because I don't even know what we're going to be talking about. You right. do. And how how it is that you met, that I managed to segue to something you don't even when know. I don't even know what we're fucking talking about is amazing. I some of us have it. Oops, speaking of having it, I just hit the mic. Um, and some of us don't. And I am the segue queen. Yeah, I you don't do. Know you have that. It's an uncanny ability. It's a, uncanny is the word. Yes. <laughs> um, As opposed to being canny. We didn't see each other because it was, you know, pre-recorded show, you know, for fifty-two. How how was your week? I, like I hadn't how seen was, you. It felt I like haven't I haven't shit. seen you in like a month. I know is what it, it feels, feels like. It, it does feel that way. Well, you had dental slash doctor issues. Yes. That prevented you coming. I had medical issues. I wasn't feeling too hot, so I wasn't into going to the gym and. If I didn't go to the gym, then I didn't come over here. Right. And then my husband had some oddball days off, and that sort of screwed things up. Because I don't like, I mean, when he retires, it's going to be different because... And that's coming soon, yeah? Yeah, on the end of September. We decided that we would, because I I told him, I said, I think it's smart for us to make like a schedule. Right. You know, not something to necessarily get up in the morning and go, what am I doing today? But to... To kind of give us a way to get used to having all that free time together. Yes. Okay. Because when we have two days off together, uh, you know, after we go shopping, there's not a whole lot of free time left. Right. I mean, we can deal with it on on a a two-day-a-week basis, but when it's seven days a week, then... You have have to sort of come up with some kind of structure. Right. At least we do. And so I, I suggested that we make a list of, of the stuff that each of us wants to do individually and the stuff we want to do together and like around the house or on trips or whatever, you know. Right. Whatever we want to do with our free time. And what kind of do we want to, like, go back to sleeping like normal people instead of staying up till 1 or 2 in the morning and getting up at 11 o'clock in the morning? I would kind of like to go back to... Um, Doing that? Getting well, no, I'd like to go back to going to bed about nine thirty or ten, and getting up at eight or so in the morning. Right. You know, because um, truthfully, there's just not a whole lot of day left, especially in the winter time. There's not a whole lot of day left when you get up at noon. I mean, yeah, you know, there just isn't. Um, And because a lot of the stuff that he wants to do at home is like outdoor stuff, yard working on cars, junk like that. Right. Um, I think we need, that's one thing we need to, he and I need to agree on, is what kind of time we want to, how we want to handle the time we have. Right. You know, and he agreed that, you know, we should do that. We probably won't do it until he's actually not working anymore, because, you know, that's the point. Right. But then we'll have some sort, because... 
he has this whole like list in his head that that because he's not the kind of guy that'll come up and say, you know what I want to do, you know, and he's, that's just not in him. Once in a blue moon, he'll say, I'm gonna do this. Like the last <laughs> three days off that he's had, uh-huh. not consecutively days off, but I mean the last time he's off three days, the last three times he was off. Right, I get you. He has said, I'm gonna work on the car. I'm gonna work on the car. I don't work on the car. I forget what it is he has to do to it. And he told me twice, and then, you know, parts, <laughs> parts my hair, and I really don't give a shit. Anyway, and, and I go, okay, you know, well, he diddled, diddled around, and he hasn't worked on the car yet. And I said, yeah, yesterday I had to cut his hair, because I cut his hair. Right. And I said, oh, shit, you were going to work on the car. And he goes, eh, that's okay. I can do it next weekend, which is what he has said the last three days. <laughs> that's okay. I can do it later. So there's there's things like that would be on the list. Right. You know, like, eh, it's something I want to do, but if I don't ever do it, I won't die. Right. And then there's other things that I would like to get done so that we can do some of the things we want to do. You know, we got a we got a junk room we can make into a better hobby room and you know, stuff like that that I could do alone, but I prefer not because it's a lot of hard work for me. So I would like him to help me do those things. And the cleaning out the garage and getting rid of a lot of the stuff we have. We're sort of semi hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the right term. And he's as bad as I am. You wouldn't believe the magazines that man saves. Really? Oh, Jesus, Dave. We got, we got pounds of magazines in the Christmas room. You yeah, know, yeah. The one I call the Christmas room, where we keep the Christmas wrap, which I don't use anymore because I buy everybody gift, gift cards. cards. But anyway, I digress. Um, but no, he's, he's, he's a terrible hoarder of things like that. And he, and he's into to, uh, steampunk. Uh huh. Very into steampunk. He, he loves the whole concept, and he wants to do. He wants to make steampunky stuff, but that's on the when I retire list. Right. Okay. Because you ain't got time to make that steampunk shit. Right I was now. gonna say that's pretty time consuming. Yeah, but in the meantime, he keeps bringing home all this shit. He digs <laughs> stuff out. He digs stuff out of the trash can at work, you know. And he, he brought home this ceramic tube the other day. It's about. What is that? For a girl, five inches? About five inches. For a guy, eight? Nine. Okay. Yeah, nine. <laughs> and it's about an inch across yeah. with, with uh, a center hole, uh, just a little smaller than a number two pencil. Okay. Okay. So you get the picture. And it's ceramic. And he says, this would be so cool. You could use this for so much stuff. You can use it in the kiln, because we have a kiln. Right. You can use it. Uh, you could use it to prop a soldering gun up again because it's ceramic. It's not going to, you know, right. burn or break or anything. And he brings home other. He brings home these these. Uh, what the hell are they called? Um, they're aluminum. They look like aluminum. Um, Is it tubing? Pipes. Pipes. Types. Tubing. <laughs> tubing. Um, and they're bendy. Right. I don't know. It's an insulator kind of... I mean, you put wires inside of it. Okay. Building guys know So it's very flexible. Yeah, yeah. He, he found, I don't know, three or four feet of that. Brought it home. Look at him make arms and it'll make feet. And, you know, he's, 
is hilarious. He brings all his shit home, and he has yet to make anything <laughs> So, But I don't say anything, because I'm sort of that way, too. I've, I've got a lot of jewelry-making stuff that I have yet to use. So. And I had to buy most of mine. So it's, you know, not like pot calling the kettle black or anything. Right. But <clears throat> I forget why I got off on this tangent, but we don't need to make a whole show out of it. Anyhow, we need to do... We need to make a list of stuff we want to do when we retire. Um, how did we... Oh, because I, I <laughs> you said... Yes, how my week was. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how that answers that question. Um, I'm going to do something... Usually I go off and, and talk about, you know, everything. And that's kind of why I, I told you beforehand, uh, you know, before we started recording what, what was going on with me medically. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that's pretty much what yeah. my week has been. Yeah. Um, before... Before you uh, medically yes, but dentally no. Save dent save any dentally for later on. I don't have no. Okay. Story. Okay. <laughs> but I was gonna say is um, what I'm gonna do is I I can tell you guys that the doctor pretty much said I was fucked. That's yeah. that's what he told me. Well, right? not in a, not in a, not in a terminal way or anything. No, like no, that. I'm not gonna well, kill over tomorrow. Give her a pretty heart attack. Uh, or... But for. My my issues and whatnot. He said it's just not going to get better. Your back issues. You're talking about right. Yeah. So because I'm constantly looking for things to talk about for my solo show, who's the boss? That's what I'm going to do this week. Is I'm literally going to tell everybody what's going on with my health. A medical revelation. Yes, and so that's why I'm I'm just kind of giving a, a little brush over here, okay. is because um, what the hell was that? Did I, did I hear something? Can you hear something musical? Oh, you know what? Lacey's laptop is sitting re- right next to ours. Yeah. And I think her battery's dying. I think that's what you heard. Oh. Oh, that reminds me. Ernie asked me this morning. He says, our computers have lithium batteries in them? Yes. Like uh-huh. our cell phones? Yes. It can, can, is it bad to have them plugged in all the time, too, like a cell phone is? Can you make your battery fat? Like my cell phone gets fat? My cell phone battery gets fat and then it dies? You know what? Honestly, I've always kept it. Whenever I notice that it's at a hundred percent, I just take out the the plug. See, we never do. I just leave it plugged in all the time. So I don't even I don't even think about it. You know, I know. I, the only time I think about having a cord, like right now, I only have like sixty something percent on the batteries yeah. because um, it was disconnected. But I just wanted to make sure because yeah. we're recording. I don't yeah. want it to you know to know, die yeah. right in the middle oh. of the show. Well, he just he just unplugged it this morning and said maybe that's you know because we just found out this year that you're not supposed to leave your stupid cell phone plugged in all the time unless you have a smartphone, which I don't because I'm not smart enough. More particularly if you had an iPhone. I don't the even I- have that. The I have iPhone, a plain, plain old flip it open cell phone. This, but this they is... don't even sell them anymore. What I've got. <laughs> so. But what it, it's the technology blows my mind. It's in the iPhones. It will charge to 100%, and it, it will detect that you're still connected to the wall socket. Yeah. It will somehow discharge 1% and drop it back down to 99 And then it'll charge up to 100%. It'll detect that it's still plugged in. It'll discharge another 1% and well, it drop. That is smart. So it doesn't, you're, as you turn, it, the battery yeah. doesn't get fat. Oh, yeah. You can see with iPhones, you cannot change the battery. Oh. It's all a solid so single unit. You don't want to fuck it up. Right. You're fucked. You do. And I'm excited because oh. I get my new iPhone 5 next month. Oh. Oh, 
Yes. I'm just going to have to jump. By the time I do it, it'll be iPhone 12 or 20 or something like that, probably. Speaking of jumping, let's go ahead and yes. jump into the show. Yes. Each and every week, we get together and we find out what you, the listeners, have to say, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And we call this the Brown Bag Email Special. What do you got? Brown bagging it. We have two today. We have one from Bethany Lynn Vinton in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. And this is regarding episode 51. Okay. Hi there. My name is Bethany Lynn. Yes, I have a two-name first name. I know it's confusing. Sorry. Uh, now, before I read on, Bethany Lynn, I have to tell you, although I'm called S. Sadie Burbank, that is my nom de plume, as it were, right. for my book. Oh, my God. I just realized. What? <laughs> I just realized the name. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. So, okay. So here's my real name. My real name, my real first name is Mary Lynn. It is a two-word, unhyphenated, capitalized first name. I have dealt with the same kind of problem that you are dealing with all my life. And I have wondered what in the hell. Because I get called Marilyn. I get called Mary. I get called Lynn. I get called Mary Helen. Mary Beth. I, Honest to God, this happened to me one time. I was introduced to a guy. I reached out and I shook my hand and I said, hi, I'm Mary Wynn. And he said, Mary Helen, it's really nice to know you. I'm like, what the fuck planet are you on? Jesus. Mary Helen. And what's her name? Her name is Bethany Lynn. Bethany Lynn. Okay. So I get it. Trust me, Bethany Lynn. I totally get it. I can't tell you how many times I've cursed my parents (laughs) over naming me that way. I mean, it's terrible. I can't fill out a fucking form. Do you realize that there are no forms, very few forms, that allow for a two-word first name? They insist that 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 the second word is your middle name. Right. And worse, in a lot of cases, they'll cut it down to an initial. Yes, like what I do. Mary L. on a lot of my credit cards. Some of my credit cards say Mary L. Some say Mary Lynn. Mostly, and once in a while, just Mary and my last name. Right. But most forms don't allow for it. Even online, you go and you put you put in two words, and, the, and they go, we only want your first name here. Save your last name for something. You know, I'm like, fuck, this is my, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I totally get it, Bethany. And I, I, I feel for you, baby. So anyhow, she says about her name, and then she says, sorry, it's confusing. And I am a dental assistant here in Columbia, Columbus. I was listening to Dave talk about his tooth story, and while I agree that was a frightening story, I believe he may be wrong about the depth in his tooth. You see, an average tooth is only about 18 millimeters, which is about seven-tenths of an inch. So if the doctor did, in fact, go down a full half an inch... That would leave Dave with pretty much a hollow tooth, which is pretty much what you described. Yeah. I just want to let you guys know, I know men lie about their size all the time, so it's not a big deal. And she's got a little smiley, smiley doodad there. Um, You guys rock. And early happy anniversary, Bethany Lynn Benton, Columbus, Ohio. That's such a cool 
email. That is. So, yeah, I don't know. Who told, who said the half inch? Was that your? No, that was the dentist. The dentist said yeah. it was a half an inch deep. Right. So, and we already know she's. A psycho bitch, yeah. Yeah, and, and has, I was going to say has questionable skills, but a psycho <laughs> bitch works too. Um, so, yeah, I don't. Let me pull your tooth. <laughs> but you do have a major hole in your mouth. Yes. So. Somewhere between major hole and a half inch is, and, and Bethany Lynn, you'll be interested to know, this has been, it's, what are we in our third week now since your filling fell out? Yes. And you still haven't gotten it fixed? I have another appointment. Oh, now, I've heard that I, before. I've been having insurance <laughs> issues, not to give oh. away the name of my insurance. Okay. But it, it, it comes down to finding, I mean, there's a shit ton of dentists up here. Yes. But there's only like, three or four that take my insurance. Yes, yes. And one of them is Western Dental. And I'm not going to Western Dental again. Oh, okay. I, I have no experience with them, so I can't say. This tooth? Well, these front teeth right yeah. here uh-huh. are porcelain caps. Uh-huh. They were supposed to give me a root canal on that tooth. Uh-huh. They gave me a root canal on that oh, tooth. See, that's why, that's why when you're having knee surgery, they mark the knee with a felt tip pen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's one. No. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I no. literally had to go back in the next week and get both of them. Oh god. And, uh, and root canals are just so much fun. Oh yes. So I will. I I will not go back there. Oh. But but I found a new place. Um, I talked to some friends at the hospital, and they said that you know they they said that the dentist was very good and, and he knew what he was doing. He wasn't going to mess things up. So I, I went ahead and called him and he does take my insurance. So Friday, Friday, you told yeah, me Friday, Friday sometime is, during the day, Friday, right? dental relief is in the works. So. so there you go. And, and it'll be interesting. Be sure you ask him. I'm going to ask him, will you measure the hole in my yeah, tooth? Tell him that, that you talked or that, that uh, a listener told you that, uh, the hole should only be about, at max, 18 millimeters is what she's saying here. The average tooth is only 18 millimeters, which is about seven-tenths of an inch. So. My hat's off to you because that's a lot of math right there. Yeah, well, I, you know, I've i never been real good with the, uh, I don't even remember what they metric. call it. Yeah, metric. Metric and me. I mean, I had to do it because of chemistry and and in school and all that. Right. And all I can remember is uh, 2.54 centimeters is an inch or something like that, or 2.45, yeah. 5.4 I think it is. Um, that's about it. I, I forgot all the metric I learned as quickly as I could. And that's interesting too because I've actually never really given any thought to <laughs> actually what the size of, of teeth are. I've never even yeah, thought about Yeah, well, I never thought about it either. I mean, I had an impacted by cuspid one time uh-huh. I had, when I was 10 this dentist pulled out a whole shitload of my teeth right now I cursed him for years because I had gaps and then I they found many many years later when I was like in my 40s they found this impact or this tooth became impacted and it was a bicuspid and it was sitting in a horizontal position in my upper gum um, and it started to descend oh for reasons only it could answer to and that it started hurting because the the root of the tooth started pushing on my sinuses and, and the t- 
tooth of the father, part of the tooth, started pushing on my teeth that were there in place already. Right. So it became very painful. So I went to the dentist. He goes, hmm, impacted by cuspid. And he said, I said, what the fuck? You know, did I grow a tooth? He says, actually, this has probably always been there. And nobody's ever noticed it until it started to descend. Right. And he said, it normally would have grown in like all your other teeth. And I said, that's why that dentist pulled all those teeth. He was making room for, among others, this bicuspid that never descended. Ah. So the poor guy, I cursed him all these years for nothing. You know, God rest his soul. Anyway, <laughs> um, I forget. Oh, size. It was, It seemed really, really big. But when they got it out. <laughs> it was tiny. Yeah, everything's relevant. Size is relevant. Okay, so that was Bethany Lynn from Columbus, Ohio. But yeah, I will definitely have a measure. Yeah, check it out. And just tell him that that, uh, at least one other dental professional has mentioned the possibility that a half an inch hole could be a little long. Okay. All right, this one is, this is the one that came today. Okay. And it's from Kurt Hansen in Vidor, Texas. I hope I'm saying that properly. It's got to be the Vidor or Vidor. I'm not familiar with it. V-I-D-O-R. Episodes 51 and 52. Okay. I listened to episode 51 and 52 back to back. Firstly, you uh, this blew me away. You already knew about Ryan Seacrest being involved with the Kardashians. In the North by Northwest episode, you are reading an article and it mentions Seacrest as a producer of the TV show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Really? Apparently. <laughs> I don't remember. This guy's paying more attention to our shows than, <laughs> than we are. And and truth be told, even 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 having if we had read that, I don't think it would have sunk in as uh, obviously as the headline of he discovered or was responsible for pushing them on to foisting them onto the public. Right. Well, because we were... however you want to put it. I was going to say we, but me, I was more focused on the opportunity to rant about the name than actually North anything by else. North. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, gee, <laughs> sorry, I forgot. So did I. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. What Lacey say? She said, "Are we going to have to listen to our our show and figure out?" Oh hell no! <laughs> I can live with it. I, you know, if 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 this is the first time, and we all know it isn't, that I forgot something, <laughs> <laughs> I can live with it. Yeah. Okay. And secondly, is that a word? He says, "Yes." Yeah, secondly, is a word. Anyway, I really enjoyed the best of year one anniversary episode. There were a lot of great moments selected. Oh, and I don't have any internet restrictions here in Vidor or Vidor. Best wishes, and here's to another 52 episodes, Kurt. Isn't that a cool email? That is. What yeah. was his name? Kurt, K-U-R-T, Hanson. Okay. Well, thank you, Kurt. Yeah. We'll have to look up Vidor. i got to get us a map. I want to get us a map so bad. I, I'd like to get us a nice big holding out one. And well, we can't pin it because unless we put it on a board and I'd have to carry it around. But we could we could get red red uh, I, or marker. Yeah, and circle, draw a little circle around every place that we've gotten an email from. That'd be so cool. That would be. I gotta do that. I mean, I have a globe at home that we bought my dad. See, that's another thing, folks. When you start buying stuff for your parents, buy them shit that you like. 
<laughs> okay? Because, listen, let me tell you, they're not, I don't care what anybody tells you, they're not going to be with you forever, but their shit will be. And and so if you buy something and you, and you go, oh, well, it's cheap, but hey, mom won't notice the difference. Keep in mind, mom won't be here forever, but that hunk of shit you buy in her will be. And worse, you're going to be stuck with it. So get stuff you like because eventually you'll have it. It's a good investment. Anyhow, Daddy's Globe is like, it's cute, but it's only like this big around, a little bit bigger than a basketball. Okay. And so everything that has any detail is really small. We need something that's got enough detail that we can like pinpoint. If we can't find it on the map, we can find out where it is and, and make a dot for it. Like Vidor, Texas. I'm not too sure that that's going to... I never... And I've been through Texas a couple times. Oh, I've well, me never too. I drove through West Texas for three and a half fucking days. It takes a long time to get through West Texas. On a Continental Trailways bus. Actually, it was the whole trip was three and a half days, but it felt like most of it was in West Texas. <laughs> on and fucking on. Anyhow, thank you, Kurt. And... What can I tell you about Ryan Seacrest, except that we had brain fade. And and isn't it funny? We had both of us brain faded around the same time about the same thing. That's, we're getting, we're too much alike, I guess. Anyway, there you go. That's the brown bag uh, for today, for this show. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, folks. Um, I, we are having somewhat of a... a are we technical having technical difficult? difficulties again? Yeah, because I moved and, and I was yeah. just getting ready to say something and I lost you lost your hearing. My, lost my hearing. We, it kind well, of threw me off. Well, we got new earphones a couple of weeks ago, right? And then, but they only came with five feet long cords, and we thought, oh, hell, five feet long—that's plenty. But yeah. it isn't when you're tied down to something. So my husband bought us some extensions. Yes, but they don't fit into one of the things. Right, and so you have, we're having difficulties. So that's why I was getting ready to say <laughs> something, and then I, I couldn't hear myself, yeah. and it kind of threw me off. Okay. But what I was going to say is we also get together each and every week to find out what poor schmo or semi-famous fucker who croaked. Ah, uh, yes. And we call this? There's been a lot of them. Saying goodbye. Yes, there has been, but there was one specifically that I picked just okay. because of... Um, one particular movie that he was in I love. In fact, I own that movie right now. Okay. And I decided to go with Eli oh, yeah. Wallet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was, he, he passed away at 98 years old. Yeah. What, what a life. Yeah. Um, I don't think he, I've ever seen anything in with him in it that I didn't like. At least his right, role. His interpretation yeah. of the role. Yeah. Um, one of the, the big thing is, and, and, I'll go back to, because we all know, well, I, I'm not going to say we all know, maybe, you know, kids, uh, let's see, probably, what, 30 and under, probably may not be familiar with who he is, but with me, um, when I see him and I see his name, I instantly think of a popular spaghetti western that he was in, mm-hmm. and my stepdad and I, whenever it was on, throughout the decades of growing up whenever it came on on Saturday morning or whatever 
we would sit down and we would watch the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And he was He's so good in it. He was the ugly. <laughs> he was also bad and ugly at the same yes. time. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I he, he was in the Misfits too. Yes. Which is it was also a good performance. Well, like I said, everything. I don't think I've ever seen him do anything I didn't like. Um, and that's why I, I really picked him because to me it almost felt. I mean, obviously I, I had no personal connection with him other than his oh, movies yeah, yeah. but when i seen that he died it was like ah oh, you yeah. know it almost it almost felt personal especially at age 98 you figure you know he's, he's paid his dues it's okay to go on but, right but uh, yeah I, I felt that way too it's like a a, a a loss in the family kind yes of. yeah he was in that movie too with um jack black cameron diaz uh, I think Rachel Weisz, um, where they trade vacation, they trade homes for vacations. The two women do, uh, and and uh, Luke. Oh, what the hell is that guy? With me? Jude Law. Jude Law's in it. And what is it, Lacey? Is it a Christmas movie? It does take place over Christmas time. Yeah, but it's not a Christmas movie per se. It's something about changing uh, or exchanging homes for for vacation purposes, but I don't know if that's the title of it. Anyhow, Eli Wallach is in it, and he's adorable in it. He's it, it, like I said, I haven't, I haven't, I don't remember ever seeing any of his work that I thought was a waste of my time right. to see. Um, just to shoot back up here, I was seeing if it enlisted because they. They gave a pretty good, um, let's see, he was in the Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, um, and of course, the, the myth, Misfits, I'm, I'm familiar with that, Godfather Part 3, yes, I was familiar with that, but uh, let's see, he was never nominated for an Academy Award though. Hmm. But it says, in November 2010, less than a month before his 95th birthday, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences awarded him an honorary Oscar, saluting him as the quintessential chameleon, effortlessly inhabiting a wide range of characters while putting his inimitable stamp on every role. So as usual, with our saying goodbye, we always have a little clip and... This one is no exception. This is actually a clip from perhaps my favorite spaghetti western of all time. The good, the bad, the ugly. How much are you worth now? How much? Two thousand dollars. That's right. Two thousand dollars. Yeah. Two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You call that puta que te pario? You pay for this? I hope you end up in a graveyard with the cholera and the rabies and the plague. Cut me loose! Cut me loose, you hungry bastard! Put me down! You can still save yourself. Let me go and I'll pardon you. Let me go! I feel sick. The blood is bursting through my head. I'm dry, man. Water. <laughs> you are a snake. 
You son of a bitch! Let me go! You pray with a man who's tied up! Come back! Come back and fight! That is us saying goodbye to oh, yeah. legendary it, it, I, like I said, it, just, it almost felt personal. It really did. Uh, but we say goodbye to Eli Wong. Red Planet is the Mars Red, Red Planet. Oh, okay, okay. Now I've seen also that. Also a good movie. Also an entertaining <laughs> flick. Good, yes. Good storyline. Uh, good creepies and stuff like that. Um, Mission to Mars doesn't, doesn't have creepies, but it has... Um, totally different Mars experience. Right, right. That's well, good. You'll like it. You gotta. If you can get it. It's on TV all the time, which is where I ca- usually catch it. Just on TV. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. Speaking of good, yeah. we also get together and we find out what good these celebrities usually do. And when they put aside their own ego. Yes. Yes. And we call this the helping hand. Now, kids, I looked. And I, I found one particular helping hand. But I was like, really? Do I have to go this route? So I looked. And I looked. And I looked. And I looked. And I couldn't find no other helping hand. Okay. So as much as I really hate to say what I'm about to say. This week's helping hand is Justin Bieber. No. <laughs> He's decided to do something with his jail time that's going to help other people. You did, you did hear he got sentenced. Yeah, I actually. Well, have, he got probation. Well, I, that's that's going to be our next thing. It'll, it'll lead oh, into. Sorry. It says Justin Bieber to rescue after car crash involving Floyd's kids. That's boxer Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Um. And to pretty much sum it up, what had happened was is that Floyd was in Las Vegas getting ready for a fight. Justin's down in L.A., Hollywood area. Floyd's kids get into a nasty little fender bender, and uh, they call Bieber. Bieber comes down there, makes sure that the kids are okay, waits till the cops to get there. And once they were released, Bieber drove the kids to Las Vegas to be with their dad. Oh, that was cool. That was cool of him. And very responsible reaction. And I was like, ah. Do you have to give him credit? Yes. Yes, do. yes, I do. That was yes, that was a do. that was a very good admiral. Odd. My kids are in trouble. The first person they call and can call is the beat. Well, um, Floyd Mayer, Floyd Mayweather Weather and Justin Bieber are actually really good friends. Apparently. And, uh, and the kids know him. Yeah, and just so happens it says here that his SUV was too far away from the actual crash. Oh. And uh, so, so... It wasn't like he was at home knitting. Or no. <laughs> <clears throat> were the kids okay? I yes, the kids were okay. okay. Uh, it was just a minor fender bender. Uh, you know, and they were... They're young. They're teenage young. You know, uh... Licensed, <laughs> hence the accident. Yeah, licensed drivers, yes, but you know, inexperienced drivers. Kids. So, as much as it pains me to say, 
even though this is a very brief, brief helping yeah, hand. Hey, he's entitled to the recognition. He did good. He did a good thing. So the beads is this week's. Doesn't exactly balance out all the bad shit, but hey. Yeah, he's working. <laughs> yes. What, Lacey? It's a, it's good a beginning. Start. It's a beginning. <clears throat> and which he needs to stop doing shit like this because then I don't have nothing to talk about with our next. You don't segment. have anybody to hate. Well, you got the Kardashians. Oh, that's true. And well, there'll always be somebody else come along, and there's always Lindsay. She's up to no good all the time, anyhow. And then there's Miley. We have lots of bashables yet. And now, and now a word from our, from our sponsors. sponsors. Before 1971, a young Miss Sadie Burbank could imagine a simple American wife as a loving wife and mother. mother. That was her that goal. Was her goal. She, first she first married in 1959, her journey, her journey would find her on a plane headed toward a new lover's city who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie lies all as hot as it seems, and Steve was not the man she felt she loved love with. Burbank found Burbank herself desperate, desperate seeking to escape from the camp, camp and, her, and lover, her lover as she raced back to Robert Field, Field Airport, Airport literally, literally running, running for her, for her life. life. Based on, Based on an unbelievably true story, story by S. Sadie, Sadie Burbank, Burbank. Red, Hills, Red Hills, Green Vines, green vines and Dry Dry Meat for dinner, for dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous deadly, deadly experience during a time, time filled with sex, sex drugs, and murder. Now available, available paperback, paperback and hardback. hardback. For more For information, www.redhills.us. Business or item you want to sling? sling? Do you want a chance, chance to reach potential, potential customers? Do you want to make, some, make extra some extra cash? Then here's your chance. Your chance. For fifty dollars, you can have you a can one to two minute commercial, commercial featured on each of our shows, shows for an entire, entire month. month. With six, With six shows, shows a week, week that's, only that's only two dollars and nine cents per podcast. Plus, for an extra ten bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our department. At 
And speaking of the the Beebs, uh, he was also in the news today with his, um, you know, because he egged that one house, and they right, said that it was right. twenty twenty thousand dollars worth of damage right. because it was some type of custom wood or you know whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the DA was trying to decide. Well, technically, twenty thousand dollars is considered a felony, but they said. The beeps. Let's cut him a break, you know. So they they charged him with a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Yeah, we've been Joe Blow down the street, poor son of a bitch, to be sending, spending six months in jail. For reals. <clears throat> but then it gets better because then the beeps attorneys met with the DA and they cut a deal. And the beeps said, "I will plead no contest." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And the DA said, okay, well, instead of going to prison, you have to pay $80,900 to... to In restitution. Yes. Well, why 80,900? Why not just 81? I don't know. I really what, don't what know. What is that? Is that for... <clears throat> maybe that's the, ex- the, the, that the maximum. A, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so did he? He did. Okay. Um, he also. Jeez. Can can we send him my address? Oh, so you... <laughs> I can fucking egg my house, dude. I could use eighty-one grand. Oh, for real. Yeah. Um. Oh, so anyway, man. yeah, he got. You know, he's beautiful looking child. He really is. I have. To, I, I mean, seriously, he's got nice eyes. He's got a little squirt chin there. He's got going on. He's got. Each fuzzy face and all that. It's very, he's a very attractive young man. If he just had decent manners and was civil to people, he could go far. Yes. You know, there are lots and lots of guys out there in the world of celebrity who are not going around acting like asses. And they're just as popular and make just as much money. What, why does he feel compelled to act like an idiot all the time? I don't know. I really don't know. And you know, and this is this is going to be Dave talking, not host of what we think Dave. This is just Dave talking. I hope he does good. You know, because I, I honestly, well, I want the if best. If he lives for long everybody. enough, he'll get it together. Right. Theoretically, I used to tell my kids that. Bobby especially. He used to say, you know, when he was 15, 16 years old, I used to tell him, if you live to be 20, 21, you might make it. Okay. But dude, you're going to have to clean up your act. Because you're not making it right now. And that's sort of him. He's, like, not making it right now. I know he thinks because he's got all the bucks in the world, probably he thinks, that he's making it. You know, I'm I'm world famous, I'm richer than God, and so I, this is all I need in life. And I'm, I'm just hoping that he comes to understand the fallacy of that point of view, which I'm... Assuming he has, right. okay, admittedly, um, before it's too late for him to start becoming responsible for his own actions and a decent human being. So, other than, oh, I could talk. Okay, I remember what I read. Um, other than paying the almost eighty-one thousand mm-hmm. dollars, he also has to do uh, two weeks of community service. Which doesn't include giving a concert for free, I suppose. (laughs) I'm just guessing. Right. And then I believe he's on four years 
for what? Not egging anybody or just for generally not being bad? I mean, what kind of probation do you put somebody on for that? If you get any trying trouble, he's going to jail. Oh. That kind of probation. That's good. So That's good. That's where Damn, he's they, they've got him. I mean, it's just a matter of time till he does something stupid again. Can you see that poor child in prison? Oh, my God. <laughs> Some big old group is going to have him. There'll be a wedding. <laughs> there will be a wedding. Oh, oh my shit. God, that poor child. He'll be a <laughs> he will so wish he was back buying eggs. Oh, my God. Speaking of poor children, yes. Shia LaBeouf, remember when we yes, talked about yes, him? Yes, yes. He was smoking weed yes. and he's slapping asses and yes. hitting the back of it. Well, we're not done yet. Oh, oh. yeah, and he pissed in the in the, the back of the restaurant. Remember that? I remember Beach uh, pissed in a mop bucket. Yeah, that was... That was the other guy a long time ago. Okay. <clears throat> well... I don't remember Shia pissing something, but that's okay. It's okay. Um... I tend not to retain stuff like that too long. Shia LaBeouf actor tries to steal McDonald's food from a homeless man. Oh, dude. I mean, even if it was, you know, gourmet shit, you don't take a homeless guy's dinner. There's pictures. Of him taking food from a homeless guy? You sure he wasn't giving it and they they just lied and said he was taking it? Uh, let's see, that's him. With a hole in his shirt. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to post. There he goes. Right There's on. the homeless man. Here's the bag of McDonald's. And here he comes. Yeah. One witness said he really wanted what was in that bag. <laughs> maybe it wasn't, uh, maybe it wasn't a hamper, but maybe it was some drugs. That would make sense. Um, but yeah, he, another picture of another picture there. but there, I thought, yeah, I thought there was yeah. two pictures, but yeah, he, he literally, he was chasing, I guess he chased the homeless man around McDonald's across the street and he was shouting profanities at him. Um, let's see. There has to have been something happening. That went on between the two of them. I mean, he wouldn't just all. I mean, the guy's got plenty of money. He can go buy his own food, so that's not it. For real. So, must be the guy with the food said something to, you know, there must have been some sort of exchange between the two that we're not privy to because whoever put this up doesn't have all that information. Why don't you use your mouse up there? <laughs> yeah, you I was are. blowing it up. You are. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, where is it? Yeah, I'll get there. Uh, let's see. Where did? Oh, there it is. Uh, the witness goes on. There it is. He really wanted whatever was in that bag, said a witness to the strange altercation. He had so much focus. If there was French fries in the bag. Maybe he really wanted to win. He was dodging people and yelling, Yo, come on! He was on a mission. It was so bizarre. Almost as bizarre as that statement. <laughs> Witnesses reported that 
seem whacked out. I would believe that. Yeah. And appeared to behave as if he was personally acquainted with the, the homeless man. I'm telling you, there was a there was an exchange between those two. Hmm. A, another witness said that the object of Lebeau's desire was not a McDonald's bag, but a baseball hat. hat held by the man, which he may or may not have taken off of Shia's head at the same time. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's more to this story than we're being told. I'm sorry. So, as it develops... Um, more to come. Yes. More to come. But not you to can't worry. Believe, you can't believe what you see. You see some guy running down the street chasing a guy with a Mickey D bag in it. And you assume... I guess you would assume that, you know, the first guy is running away because he wants to keep his Mickey D bag, and the yeah. second guy wants the Mickey D bag, which is an odd assumption anyway. Yeah. <sighs> but, but if you're in the business of trying to get stuff on TMZ or whatever right. for people's attention so they'll read the commercials, then you'll put just about anything up there. So, like I said, more to come. Am I too little again? No, you're okay. Okay, uh, Sting, the singer Sting, he hates his kids. Sting hates his kids? Yeah, he hates his kids. Uh, He went on the record and said that he was not going to leave any of his six kids the $306 million fortune. I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. Uh, in fact, he said that him and his wife, you know, he's he's uh, still fairly young, mm-hmm. and he plans on blowing all his money before he croaks. Yeah, make them earn it. You know, it, you, you, you give a kid. It's one thing to, to leave your kids a nest egg, okay, which I intend to do for my children. I intend to leave them a nest egg. But you're talking six kids... Three hundred and some odd million dollars. Three hundred six million. Yeah, the, you give you give a kid, and I, and remember, I'm old, so if that's anybody under thirty. You give a kid millions of dollars. You're not going to inspire him to go out and become a producing individual in the world. I love this quote. This is a quote from Steve. It says there won't be much money left because worse, worse, we are spending it. Sting says about his estimated three hundred five million dollars. I just love that. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree with him. I think that's brilliant. Spend it. Why should you know? Why should he give it to his kids? You know, and I can I can just hear our listeners now. Oh, my poor children, they need the money. No, they don't. You know, it's like people that go, my kid can't go to college because I can't afford to put him in college. You know, they made movies about it even, working my way through college. Right. That's what you do when you can't, when mom and dad can't afford to put you in an Ivy League school. You go to work, you get a job, you go to community college, you get the credits, you work your ass off, you get some... What do you call it? So you can go to school. What the fuck do they call those? Monies. The loans? No. Or the scholarships? Yes. You get scholarships. And you go to a four-year college. Fuck whether it's Ivy League or not. You know? If, yeah. you, if you know what you want to be when you grow up, 
you go and if you don't you still go to college anyway because that gives you something to do while you're figuring out what you want to do when you grow up speaking of figuring out what a person wants to do when he grows up yes. uh mr jesus christ himself oh, kanye yes remember when he assaulted the uh that one guy we talked about it he, uh, the guy ran his mouth i believe at kim and then kim was on the phone with kanye and kanye went down and beat his ass Okay. You remember that or no? No. Well, anyway, uh, the court said, "Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. You're, 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 Je- or you're Jesus Christ. You're the Son of God." Did the guy really say the court guy really say that? The no. judge? No, no. I've been sarcastic. Interjecting a little personal twist here. So, the worst that he got out of it, Kanye West gets community service at fashion school. <laughs> That's what he got, kids. Fashion school. What the fuck is fashion school? I don't know. But wait until we see. What's it say? Where? Below. Beyond. Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. I'm working it up. I'm working it up. When when we see, just look at his face. Look how thrilled he is to be there amongst the commoners. Him, Mr. Jesus Christ himself. He doesn't say Jesus Christ. He just says Jesus. Yeah, he? Jesus. Well, one of the songs says Jesus Christ. But... Which, but anyway. one, which one is him? No, seriously. Okay, that's a lady with glasses. Yeah, that's right. a lady. That's That's him. a white guy or a Chinese guy. Yeah. Quite tell. Okay, so that's got to be him there. The, the one okay. that looks extremely happy to be there. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, he he sort of strikes me as the kind of guy that wouldn't be happy to be anywhere. But that's just me. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell you. Yes. He has a nickname. <laughs> Another one? Yes. Off of his Jesus. Yeah. They call him Yeezy. 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 Which I understand pisses them off. They got Yeezy Yeezy. So Yeezy. I like Yeezy Yeezy. Yeezy Yeezy. It was the L.A. Trade Technical College. Is that the one where they do the clothing on TV? I believe so. You know where they have the... Have you ever seen that show? It's really cool. Forget all the names of all the people in it. I'm really sorry about that. But there's this one guy. He's he's very entertaining. And Heidi Klum was on it for a while, where they judge the the clothing that the Project Runway. Yeah, yeah, good show. I don't, I don't know how I knew. I used that. to like I used to like watching. And what's that guy's name that was on it too? Don't know. I'm gonna have to look that one up. Okay, but, we'll do that. I'll do that. Um, so it says. In case you don't remember, Kanye cut a plea deal back in March, avoiding jail time by agreeing to 24 months of informal probation and 250 hours of community service. And they figured, well, what would be funnier than him going to a public college with all the commoners? And, you know, because he's a creative genius. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You hear him tell it. So, he is... That was his first day. Let me, let me just make sure. It says, Kanye West won't be picking up trash on the side of the road anytime soon because we've learned he's kicking off his community service fashionable form, teaching at fashion at a fashion school. Uh, do you have anything on that? About the fashion school? About what you're looking for? Oh, well, I remember the guy's name was Tim. 
I think his first name was Tim. <laughs> but I really like to even remember his name because he's a very talented designer and very enjoyable. Uh, I learned a lot actually from listening to him, but I can't seem to get my hands on who's in it about. Here we go. About. Alright, while you're looking that up, I continue to read, and it says, We are told this is Kanye's third visit to the LATTC in the last six weeks. See the picture above. Tim Gunn. G-U-N-N. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> uh, let's see. Which specializes in designing apparel. Today's mm-hmm. lesson was all about designers, and it lasted three hours. So he got to talk. He got to get up in front of everybody and tell everybody how Everything wonderful. Everything he knows about designers. Yes, and he did it for three hours. What the fuck does he know about that stuff? He's a creative genius. He doesn't. He, oh, I forgot. He, yeah, he's he has born a, with it. Wait a minute. He has a clothing line that failed. Of course. How, yes. Yes, that's could, right. Oh yeah, that's a perfect person to tell a uh, lecture to students about clothing lines. Okay. Something that obviously doesn't know shit about it because his clothing line failed. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got one more for you. One more what? One more story. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, have you heard of auto-tuning? You mean as in my auto needs tuning? No. No. As in automatic tuning? Ah, yes. Uh, Musically. Music auto tuning. No, yes. no, I have not heard about that. <clears throat> there is, for like me, someone who can't carry a note, I can go and howl into a microphone, get an auto tuning program, it reshifts the voice. To make it, it sound like you're on the right note? Right. Ooh, perfect pitch. Well, I guess this has been out for a very long time. Because, you don't have to lip, lip sync anymore. Right. It can fix your voice. I love that. <gasps> I could sing like a real singer then? Like Britney Spears? Oh, no. I'd have to do better than that. I wouldn't bother. Let me think. Well, the reason I say Britney Spears oh, is yes. because, see, her new album is coming out. And it's auto-tuned. And we auto-tuned. find out that all these years, it's been auto-tuned. But what leaked was her singing... Without the auto tune. Well, she's doing a show in Vegas all the time. Does she have auto tune there? Yes. Really? She's lip syncing. Oh, now lips. Well, wait a minute. Lip syncing is not the same. It's auto tune to be recorded. And then she lip syncs to it. Really? But. People pay that kind of money to go and see her oh, live in a venue in Vegas where she's lip fucking syncing? Yes. Are you ready for this? No. This. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Britney Spears and Raw. This is Raw. Raw Britney. What do they call it? What do they call it? Um, what's his name? Did it? Look, Leia. Acoustic? Uh, yeah. Unplugged. Unplugged. That's it. Okay. Britney Unplugged. Okay. Here okay. we go. This isn't going to be pretty.
It's so fake that the music. Uh, let's see. She couldn't be that bad naturally and still do as well as she's done. She couldn't. I'm trying. Nobody gets it that well. Uh, let's see. How fake it is is this. Soon after the leak or the track leak, producer William Orbitz rushed to Spears' defense and suggested that's what that's what we're we're hearing is a first take warm up. He urges listeners not to judge Britney's vocal prowess too harshly on this one recording alone. So it's so fake that the producer had to make a public statement. That's really what she sings like? Yes. The the notes, hitting the notes wasn't the issue. Her tone, her vocal tone sucks. It it just sounds like shit. Yeah. That's why I saved it for last. I can't believe that. I I, I can't believe that. Orbitz, is that the... The producer of the album. No, is is, is that the same guy that sings to my website before you go to the San Diego Hotel. <laughs> no, seriously. No, no. Uh, if you want, let's see if we can pull something up here on William Orbitz. I'm just curious because, you know, he would have a lot of money. Obviously. What I can find for you here? Orbit. Oh, it's not Orbitz. It's Orbitz. And that's that itself is a. I, I, I can't believe. Like I said, it's not that it's not in tune. She's, you know, she's in tune. It's her vocal quality, which there is none there. Missy, the English composed musician, composed and recording producer. Well, I just—I'm shocked. I don't know what to say. I can't. It's it's so, it's so impossibly bad. Some some of the some of the early rejects on American Idol were better. Yes. Okay. Some, yes. Some of the ones that didn't make the show were better. So I I, I find that really hard to believe. How? How'd she get this far? I honestly don't know. I don't know. Like either. I said, she can't get head that way. I mean, there's just so much to do with it. And then after that, <laughs> you know. And, and she have to have done it to an awful lot of this to get as far as she is. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything else worthy of uh notation here to get ready to wrap well, up. Well, I'm, I'm shocked by the auto-tune thing to start with. I seriously am. I can't, I can't, you know, I come from, you know, Led Zeppelin era, okay? Right. <laughs> Nobody knew what fucking auto-tune was. Like, I, like, to them, auto-tune was take your car in and they'll tune your auto, you know? I mean, it, it's, that blows my head. Yeah, in fact, here's Seattle Times. They're reporting it. CBS News is reporting well, it. People would jump all over it, yes, but that doesn't mean that it's real. Maybe they're all just jumping on it because it's news. But, yeah. but what about the producer? 
well, maybe he's scared. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, the funny thing is, he doesn't say it didn't happen. He says, cut her some slack because that was her first take, take on that Song. thing. And that's scary. All right, kids, we're going to leave you on that note. That I mean, I don't remember ever hearing her sing anything that I thought was that great. Anything, but it had to have been better than this. What did she ever sing that I liked? Anything? Can no. you think of anything she ever sang? Any, any songs? Is she saying? Okay, what are you singing? Oh. Oop, I did it again. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can't remember whether I liked that I don't remember it to me so long ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have some fucking What can I say? <sighs> yep. That's just another another week in Hollywood, folks. Or, no, Vegas, baby. She's in Vegas. She bought a condo. Oh, that's here. right. That's She's right. In Vegas. That's right. Well, maybe not a condo. Because she, she can't sell any more, uh, can't sell any more albums from the video. Yeah, she's got a whole venue. I think it's at MGM, but I could be wrong. She's got a whole like oh no no, it's Planet Hollywood. She's at Planet Hollywood. She's like ensconced there permanently, or at least till the contract runs out. Or the guy's dick falls out, which never happens. <laughs> and you know, so just can you imagine going to Vegas? Paying good hard money that you could be throwing into a slot machine. Yeah, really? To see her do that? No. I I'll answer that question. No, you can't. What did Lisa say? I didn't yeah. hear. Oh no, yeah, Billy Vanilli all over again. But 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 this isn't just lip syncing. This is this is worse. This is making your voice sound like really good. Which yeah, making it, it sound doesn't, different. And then lip syncing to it. Yeah. This is way way. It's worse like a than double that. negative. It's yeah, way double negative. All right, kids. That's enough <laughs> for this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, I can't, I'm shocked. I I have to learn about that. Yes. Definitely. I don't know if he knows or not, <laughs> but I have to about that. For this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think. And now you know. Good night. Night, everybody. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. (laughs) (laughs) David K. Montoya, S. Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or S. Sadie Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. (laughs) The game plan, yeah. The, uh... The show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some. And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.